I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Ron and Anian. There's only one thing I really have to sell anybody, and that's time. Okay? And it's either time where I'm doing a physical repair or time where I'm diagnosing something. You have to look at what it is you're trying to do. You're exchanging dollars for minutes. The Car Doctor. I only put one compressor in. R R and Y compressors out of Florida. Okay. And what are you paying for them? That one I didn't pay much for. That one, just over two hundred dollars. Okay. I just question cheap AC compressors. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. I have a, I have a problem. I, I don't know where to start today. Um, I, I don't know what story to tell you about. I don't want to, do we want to talk about the, the 2011 Ford Fusion and the exhaust pipe? Do we want to talk about the parts problem cars? Hmm. Or do we want to talk about the squirrel that attacked the shop this week? Which the shop's under invasion right now. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe, maybe the uh, only you, uh, I, Tom. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know which story to start with. I'll talk. Let me talk about the chipmunk. I think it was a chipmunk. About three weeks ago, Danny opened up his toolbox drawer and he found a 
half-eaten granola bar. And you could see something that, you know, kind of chomped away at it. And I always tell them, you know, never leave food in the shop. I don't like to leave food out anywhere. It's just, you know, it's, it's a repair shop. It's, it's clean. It's organized. But you just don't know. So we, we, we laid out a couple of mouse traps, and, you know, Carpenter Bob's in charge. Of, he's the mouse trap guy. He's, he's been laying out, you know, mouse traps in his, in his whimsical way. Um, you know, Bob still, Bob is, and Bob is in charge of mouse traps because he has the same mouse traps that he started using in 1964 because he's built that way. Bob doesn't throw mouse traps out. He, he washes them, sterilizes them, puts them back in a plastic bag, and lays them out again. And he says it makes the mouse more attracted to the smell of it mouse because i whatever bob so we've been laying out mouse traps and 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 they didn't work i you know i don't know a couple of times the trap was sprung but there was nothing in it which we couldn't figure out and we knew they were bob's trusted mouse traps we've had them work before but for whatever reason and you know we're trying to fix cars and you got to watch now you know there's mouse traps under a couple of toolboxes and some workbenches as you're you're going through your day and so we decided to upgrade the game a little bit and 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 last week or maybe 10 days prior we we went out and we bought, the, you ever see those Decon makes them? I'm sure everybody makes them. It's those, you know, they're about six inches in diameter, round black plastic. Um, they've got the poison on the inside, and you can put the peanut butter inside the mousetrap, and, um, uh, you know, it, it works its way in, and it automatically closes the door, and it, it, it dies a, a death. Better than the sticky pads, the glue pads, because then the poor thing stars itself or chomps off its back legs trying to get away, and, you know, they didn't work. We couldn't catch anything, right? A couple of times we came in, the peanut butter was licked out of the regular mousetrap, not the decon, but nothing happened. <clears throat> Wednesday this week, I was sitting in the front office having lunch, uh, which I generally take between 12 and 1, and I heard noise in the shop. It was around 12.35, 12.40, something like that, and I assumed it was Tina who does our tires from Tech Tire Supply. And, you know, she was loading up the wheel weights and the valve stems and all the other things that we use. And I didn't really give it much thought. I just heard some activity out in the shop, and, you know, I knew she was out there. And um, that was that. I went out after lunch about, well, I don't know, 105, 110, and the black decon mousetrap was pushed out from under the bench into the middle of Bay 2, and something had chewed away at the top of it to the point where the spring that's holding the whole thing together let go, and the whole thing just went kaboom. It exploded. I... I was like, what the heck? What are we growing here? The Loch Ness Monster of Mice? Like, uh, you know, it's a repair shop. So I looked on the video cameras because we have video cameras all over the shop. And sure enough, but it wasn't a mouse. It was a chipmunk. A chipmunk rolled into the bay and started hacking away at the mousetrap. I guess it wanted to get to the peanut butter. And when it couldn't, it chewed its way through the top. And then the top flew off because it was spring-loaded. Kind of knocked it on its keister. And it sort of sh shook its little head, stood up, and went, well, I'll show you. And then it went after the mousetrap that was next to the black decon mousetrap under the bench and pushed that out, flipped that out, and then ran off. I'm under invasion. I've got a, I don't know what I've, I've got to get a video. I should post it up on our Facebook page or our webpage. It is kind of, it is kind of hysterical to watch. And look, you're just like, wow, look at the tenacity of that animal. But it was that kind of a week in the shop. You know, if you were here on planet Earth and you looked up to the sky, Somewhere around Wednesday, Thursday, you saw the full moon, and the full moon was just beating on us with with such intensity. You knew it was a weird week. Thinking about it, I'm almost afraid of what this this hour of radio might turn into, but we'll see what happens. Every car we were, well, I won't say every car we worked on, three Fords that we worked on, we couldn't get parts for. And goofy things, throttle bodies for 10-year-old cars, body computers 
for an 07 Lincoln. And I forget what the third one was, but we ended up finding the parts because we have a great parts guy over there at Mawa Ford. Anthony and Rich and Christian always do a great job and um, help us get it together. But, you know, just, just what a week. And then they found the throttle body. And I was all excited because they found me a part that's, you know, uh, both the throttle body and the driver's door module are on back order until sometime in December. One of them had a no release date in sight, and one of them was December. I think the throttle body has no release date in sight, if I remember right. And I was excited. They found one. It showed up. Brand new Ford part in the box, never opened, completely sealed. Took it out of the box. It's broken. Uh, You know, there's a little, there's an idle stop plug that they use to assemble to calibrate the throttle position for when the vehicle is in at, at idle, base idle, and it was just broken off. The plastic must have struck something somewhere somehow, and so I'm back to waiting again. And it was that kind of a week. It was it was hurry up and wait for parts. It was hurry up and get the diagnosis done, find out you can't get the part. And then there was this 11 Ford Fusion. It was, you know, we're dealing with cars. Look at the age of the cars I'm talking about, right? 10, 12-year-old things, an 07 Lincoln. Look at what you're fixing. And this 11 Fusion needed a bunch of things. It needed some basic service work, tire rotation, some filters, some fuel system cleaning. The tough part of the job was it needed a front exhaust pipe. It's a flex coupling exhaust pipe, meaning that it's got that braided steel coupling that allows the engine to, to move because it's, it's the main pipe coming off, so it's not rigid. It gives some flex to it as the engine you know, accelerates and deaccelerates and so forth. And the flex coupling had broken. Well... You know, 11, 11 years in North Jersey roads over the course of winter, and nuts and bolts sort of get to be indistinguishable as nuts and bolts. They just basically dissolve away from the corrosive material we're putting on the roads. And, you know, the nuts going to the catalytic converter were so badly rotted, there was they were indistinguishable in shape. There's no... You know, there's no, there's, it's, you're, it's not, gee, it's an, it's a 14 millimeter hex. Let's see if we can get a 13 on it or a 12 on it. No, there's nothing there. And there was really literally nothing there that you could use a turbo socket, which a turbo socket is a, basically it's a round tube with little flutes in it, little raised pinch uh, grab bars in it, if you will, that will kind of, you know, grab the top of the nut and spin it out. It's like an easy out, but backwards. It's a female version of an easy out tab. Wouldn't work. There's nothing left. Polished up my glasses. Put my safety gla- my other safety glasses on. Fired up the air chisel. Polished the point to a fine point, And just went in and nipped both nuts with the air chisel. Then he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm taking exhaust off. Um, I said, I've got to loosen a couple of nuts. And uh, split the nuts right down the middle. Just nicked the stud. Just a touch, right? I was able to clean it up easy with the, with the dye. And got the nuts off both sides, got the cat out, put the pipe on, you know. But the question becomes, gee, what if you can't get the nuts off? What if you damage the stud? Then you got to get into a cat, and then you're into the rest of the exhaust. Auto repair is a game of, it's nerve-wracking at times. It's, it's something that it's hard to explain until you live it. And I sat there and... You know what? I got a real sense of pride out of doing that. I was able to get something apart without breaking it, something that probably wasn't supposed to come apart. No brag, just fact. And, you know, that's what auto repair is about. And that's what you may or may not see from behind the scenes as a consumer. You may not see that, you know, this is what it took for the mechanic to get it through. My customer saw it because I took the two nuts off, scotch taped it to the work order, 
and I just wrote myself a note for later on to remember, or I would hand it to a service writer and say, hey, make sure he sees these. I wanted to understand why the time was the time because of what we had to deal with. And I think that's so important. You know, you've got a right to know what's going on in the bay when somebody's working on your car, and you've got a right to see what it took to make that work and to get that apart instead of replace pipe $400 or whatever the number is. And I think it's just as important to get, you know, a detail, a brief three, four minutes at the counter. It doesn't have to be a a book as to get the information. Hey, here's what we did or take or pictures. Pictures go a long way as it is to get a diagnostic report. And the reason I say that is because I think once you get to know your mechanic, if it's possible, once you get to know your mechanic and see what they do and how they do it, you'll either really come to appreciate what they're doing and the way they're doing it, or you'll think, nah, this guy's not for me, and move on. You know, mechanic's no different than a doctor. Major difference is doctor knows two models, mechanic knows 638. Um, that old joke, right? So just, uh, just you know, ask for, hey, what did it take to do? Was it involved? Was it hard? And uh, see how they handle that. Maybe then you'll understand why you're getting charged what you're getting charged. But... Um, Hopefully you don't try to do it during a full moon week because maybe his mousetrap got attacked by squirrels or chipmunks. So it was uh, that kind of a week. Hey, uh, this week to uh, sort of ease the tension, are we going to do it this week, Tom? We're going to give away the Michelin swag bag from the folks that make Michelin belts and idler pulleys and I tensioners. I don't know. All right, let's see what kind of a day we have. Um, we've got it. We've got. Yeah, they don't have any tires in that swag bag. No, they don't have any tires in that swag bag. They've got. Uh, what do they have in that swag bag from the folks over at Michelin? Um, a stainless steel tumbler, a nice uh, water cooler, a product key ring, a digital tire gauge, a baseball cap, and a uh, cooler bag. So, um, yeah, some nice little. Are you done playing with the stuff yet, Tom? You know, you got to keep your fingerprints off the off the uh, tumbler because people were complaining hey, last I time. I polish everything I play with. Okay, just just we'll leave it there. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. Ron and the Car Doctor. We are back right after this. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. Need advice on how to maintain that classic GTO? Ron is the guy. 855-560-9900. Here's Ron. Let's get on over to, uh, oh, I don't know, let's go wander up to Maine and talk to Dan. Dan, what's going on? How can I help you today? Ron and Anian at your service. Yeah, hang on. Uh, Long time listener, first time call. Thank you, sir. I I wanted to uh, wanted to ask you. And I don't know if you can help me or not, but we had a customer come in to a small restoration shop, and he's got a forty-eight Ford F five, which is a ton and a half, and he wanted us to install a seven point three diesel, and uh, it was no problem getting it in there. It's got a four L eighty transmission and uh, a four fifty rear end. But uh, when it comes to the wiring, uh, we wanted to find out if we could get some kind of a module to eliminate the computer and everything and run the 7.3 diesel uh, without it. I know going back as old as 93, there were still computer involvement and computer enhancements on that on the 7.3 power stroke to make it work. You know, And I understand why he wants to do it. It's a great engine. The thing's bulletproof, ran forever. Uh, you know, it was a it was a great design. I don't know of any version of it. I'm just thinking further than that. I don't know of any version of it that has that does not have computer involvement. So then the question becomes, how much of it can you leave off away from Ford? And you know, so you don't have to have everything on there that Ford Ford calls for. I, there's, you know, I'm not going to say you can't because in my mind, there's got to be somebody out there that's done it and refined it into a kit to convert that because the seven three has such large appeal across the board, you know, in other applications, maybe just as a standalone piece of equipment in a farm tractor, for example. So I've got to think somebody made a controller out there to do it because, you know, you're going you're gonna to have to basically bypass a lot of what Ford would have involved there. Definitely you don't want to use wiring out of something 96 and newer because that's going to be OBD2 emission requirements. Something 95 and older will have less. Is it an electronically shifted transmission? Okay. Is it, sounds, is, it, is it something like that? Dan, is it is it an electronically shifted transmission? 
Well, it's a poor lady. I, I guess it does have a electronic. It came out of a 2001 Ford F, uh, E450. Right. Right. So, you know, the issues there are going to be that it's expecting, you know, it's it's expecting electronics for, you know, an 01, if, I think that's what you said, an 01 E450. And you know that's yeah, that's, well, that's that's you that's could yeah. Possibly put a shift kit in it and just shift it with a uh, stick. Right. You know the other question comes back to, and I'm sure if you've been doing and you sound like you've been doing this a while, brother. That you know the first question is how deep are his pockets? No, so anything can be done. You know, it's just it's just can he afford it? Does he, is he is he prepared for the trial and error? If nobody's ever done this, you know, is he prepared no. for this? And then at that point, do you just you know, do you go find a wiring harness from a compatible vehicle and start paring down pin by pin, wire by wire, and just make it, you know, into a computerized version of it? Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's you know, I, I, I always question, and I understand people want something different in a hot rod, and they want to make it a little unique. But then I always question, how unique do you want to make it? Because if Ford, if that used a Ford computer, for example, or a barometric pressure sensor, or an, um, an injection diagnostic monitor box, an IDM, and Ford stopped making them, then your hot rod is as useless as a, as a newer vehicle that you can't get parts for. Right. You know, and that and that always weighs <coughs> heavy on my mind too. So. Uh, you know, I would, I would well, tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was good, Dan. You know, you you go ahead. Uh, unfortunately, we've already got the engine mounted and the transmission in there. And otherwise, we we probably wouldn't have done it. But right. uh, I'm kind of uh, at a at a point now where I have to make it work. So uh, right. I've only been doing this since 1953, and I feel like I, I should have stopped a few years back. <laughs> Well, you know what? Live and learn. Look, you know, I, I got, I, it's funny you, you say that, right? One of the things I always teach my techs at the shop is make sure that before we get involved in the job, take the part out of the box. The other day I was working on that 11 Ford Flex that I was talking about in today's open, and something made me, I pulled the car in, I popped the hood, I looked at the throttle body, I said, yep, that's what I've got to change. I said, let me go to the shelf, and I take the new one out of the box, and it's broken before I took the old one apart. I dodged the bullet. So you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you get the bear. Sometimes the bear gets you. I would tell you my closing thought is, Danny, is perhaps there is a wiring remanufacturer out there. There's a couple on the West Coast in California. Uh, I can't think of a name, but if you give me a minute, maybe we can put it back up after the break, that perhaps you can tell them, hey, I need a wiring harness out of an 01 F450. Maybe they can build you something, or perhaps somebody's making a performance kit of what you might need just for that vehicle or go to a wiring diagram and just break out just break out the engine controller portion but i think you're going to find that trans is going to be hard to convert to something non-computerized because of its involvement there are no mechanical guts in that trans from what i recall it's all shift solenoids and control assembly so uh you know you've got to attack the monster at both ends trans and engine in order to accomplish this so if you need more uh, Danny, send me an email, ron at cardoctorshow.com, and uh, I'll be glad to dig into the files a little bit and see what I can help you find. And uh, kudos to your brother. You're tackling something. You know what? You started in 53. <laughs> you're, you're, you keep on trucking, man. You're going out with a bang, and you got to really love that. So I, am, I admire the tenacity. Till the next time, I'm not till the next time. Till the next time, Dan, call me back. I'm Ron Anini, and we'll be back right after this.
my simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Envy's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 1067 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. Welcome back. Ronnie the Car Doctor here. 855-560-9900 is the phone number. And uh, oh, let's go to James in Virginia. James, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. What's going on? Thank you so much. You're welcome. I've got a uh, 2016 Lincoln MKT. It's the SUV. Uh, and it's a, uh, I've got uh, the 3.5 uh, uh, engine, the Eco Booster. Okay. And I've been having problems with the with the uh, check engine light uh, and so forth. I've, I've already had a a, a tune up with the uh, new spark plugs, uh, new coil, all new coils. Right. And uh, uh, after that was done, the check engine light uh, went off, and then it, it stayed off for about two weeks. So now the check engine light is back on. Now uh, 
the car runs fine. Uh, everything everything is uh, s- seems to be okay. But uh, uh, and then I had a diagnostics uh, done on the uh, vehicle before they started anything on it. So they come up with a number of uh, fuel to air ratio codes. Uh, one was a, uh, a P two nineteen A, and then there's another one here. It's a PO four twenty. Okay. And and what they're telling me is that the um, uh, that well it says it, it's suspect that the catalytic converter is contaminating the uh, O2 sensors, causing the readings to be off. So, no. so their cure is to uh, uh, replace uh, the catalytic converter. How many miles are on this car, James? Uh, hundred and three thousand. Okay. Burn any oil? Nope. Okay. Um, so it's, no, been, it's, it's been serviced regularly. It, it, right. it was bought new, and, and you know, uh, you know, dealer changes the oil and all that. So. All right. So, so let's 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 do this separately. All right. Um, 219A, and there's a bunch of 219 series codes. As a matter of fact, the P0219 by itself is an engine over speed condition where the computer's actually seeing you're driving the car too fast. So let's, let's be sure this is an A because a 219 and a 219A is, is horseshoes and hand grenades. It's two different things. Um, two nine- yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were, they're all A's. Okay. And, and then, and then, uh, I think, I think those are left in the bank, uh, from previously because whenever you would step on the throttle, then, then, uh, uh, c- cylinder number five would, uh, would misfire and it'd be chugging along and, and then, um, you know, check engine lights could come on and stuff. And then, and then, and then, and then it would go back to normal, you know, normal operation. But does it, does but it have, to, does it have but, misfire but faults right now? Up. James, does it have misfire faults right now? No, no, no. Okay, so they resolve that, right? So that's that's resolved, and because it is PO four twenty, uh, you know, they're saying I need a new catalytic converter. That that's fouling up the um, oxygen sensor. Well, you may need you may need a new catalytic converter, but they're actually have got it backwards. The O twos, there's you know, it's looking at so let's here let's do it this way. Do you understand how they measure catalytic converter efficiency, by chance? No, no, no. Okay, okay but 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 the oxygen sensor is usually in front of the catalytic converter. Well, no, there's there's an oxygen sensor in front of the cat. There's an oxygen sensor after the cat. All right. Okay. The catalytic converter, by design, will hold oxygen. All right. So basically, you know, exhaust comes down the pipe. It hits that forward O2. A reading is recorded. Okay, and it's going to be switching. If the O2 sensor is doing its job, it's going to be switching high to low. An oxygen sensor in a basic system works from zero to one volt. If you were to look at it on a scan tool and graph it, or if you were to look at it on a lab scope set up properly, you would see high for high of one volt down to zero, up and down, up and down, up and down. The, the number of times it crosses the midpoint, half a volt, is, is what we call a cross counter crossing the threshold. And that will show you its activity. So one is frequency, the other is voltage, how high or low the voltage goes. How well can it react? Once the exhaust enters the catalytic converter, all right, a catalytic converter will, up to a point, hold oxygen. So oxygen will drive an oxygen sensor reading low or lean. Lean and low, they go together, 
all right? If you were to make an air leak on a vehicle with oxygen sensors and you were looking at the front O2, if you made a big enough air leak, that forward O2 is going to stay low all the time, all right? So if you took oxygen away, you're going to get a high reading. They measure cat efficiency. They're looking and counting at movement on the forward O2, and they're looking at the rear O2, the one after the cat, okay? If an oxygen sensor is holding oxygen, where's my downstream O2 going to be? It's going to be high, right? Low is yeah. lean. Low produces a lean signal. Lots of oxygen produces a lean signal, all right? Well, we're, we're rich, so our rear O2 is going to be high. If you looked at a front O2 and a rear O2, you'd see the front one switching high, low, high, low, high, low. The rear O2 looks like it fell asleep. It's hanging around 0 0.7, 0 0.8 tenths of a volt on average. Okay? So eventually, the downstream O2, I'm sorry, the catalytic converter either burps. It's kind of like a guy eating a sandwich, right? I always explain it like this. Everybody kind of gets it. You can only eat so much. A catalytic converter just chomp, 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 chomp. It's storing oxygen, storing oxygen, storing oxygen until it reaches capacity. Hiccup. All right? And the downstream O2 will all of a sudden drop low. All right? They can also test the down. They can also test for cat efficiency by changing fuel mixture around and overloading the cat and realizing how long does it take to get to the point of switch rate before the downstream O2 goes low, and does it pass? Oxygen storage capacity test. How much oxygen can a catalytic converter store? The usual number is 68 to 70 percent. So if a vehicle is misfiring. I'm going to go a little deeper here for you, and if I'm losing you, just say so. Um, let's talk about the misfire. A misfire event in a vehicle does what? If, uh, if, if a cylinder misfires, does it consume the fuel? No. No, no, you have the um, uh, raw fuel right. uh, going in. Same thing with the oxygen, right? It right. Does, there's no combustion. It's a miss, all right, in simplest terms. So it, now all that raw fuel and the extra oxygen passes through the cat. Over time, the cat gets so overloaded, that can cause a catalytic converter to melt or fail. Because a catalytic converter is kind of a big, dumb animal. It just sits there. It keeps eating that sandwich until it can't eat anymore, and it'll just self-destruct. So it's possible, in your case, that the misfire you experienced on Cylinder 5 has damaged the cat. Okay. But that being said, there are ways to test for it. The 219 concerns me because the 219 generally doesn't go with a catalytic converter failure. The most common thing I've seen with uh, a 219A, I'm sorry, a 219A, are issues, for example, um, uh, a fuel pressure issue, uh, you know, Intake leaks coming up to the engine, although that will generally cause a lean fault. The most common is, is the EGR port restricted because lack of EGR will skew fuel mixture readings and possibly cause a false 219A. Who's doing the diagnosis, the dealer or your regular mechanic? Uh, this, this, this was the dealer's okay. job. And are they, you know, maybe they're explaining it wrong or maybe they're, maybe they're not looking at the whole picture. You know, the, well, they, they aren't explaining it at all. Uh, uh, right. Uh, you know, the ultimate question is, your question is, okay, it's a catalytic converter. Do you guarantee this will fix the car? If the guy hesitates, he doesn't know. Bottom line. You right. know? So, uh... Yeah, uh, yeah. 
B- bottom and, line. Because you certainly don't want to uh, put, put almost $2,000 into right. this. And, uh, Correct. Uh, and you still got the same problem. Correct. So, you know, I think you've got to go back to them and say, can we tackle the 219A as a separate fault, or are you saying the 219A is catalytic converter related? Because how can the catalytic converter be skewing the O2s? Unless the catalytic converter is so overloaded. But where did it, where did it get overloaded from? Well, did the misfire damage it? Well, uh, you know, I think maybe, maybe the 219A is, is what well, says it was left in the bank. So, so the bank is the is the code uh, grouping, isn't it? Well, that the well the two nineteen A, unless they're saying that's a permanent diagnostic code that they're waiting for it to clear. So the other question you've got is which monitors have run or not run. Tell you what, James, sit tight a minute. Let me pull over, take a pause, pay some bills. When we come back, we'll finish up and then we'll move on. I'm Ron Anini, the car doctor. Don't go anywhere. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're on the car doctor. James, you're still there. Yeah. Let me let me simplify this for you. All right. Because maybe I got in a, maybe I got you in a little over your head. This is a this is a V6. This is a 3.5, correct? Right. All right. 
So there's bank one, bank two. P0420 is a catalytic converter efficiency code for bank one. Okay? Mm-hmm. You, you could also have a P0430, which is a catalytic converter efficiency code for bank two. So I'm assuming, and I believe this to be correct, this vehicle has two cats. It has one for bank one, one for bank two. If your misfire was on cylinder five, then I should be you should be telling me you've got a P0430 fault, not a 424 fault. There's you know the word preposterous? There's some preposterous. Yeah. There's, there's something about this is preposterous. It's kind of cockeyed. Either they're not telling you enough, or they're 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 telling you in, in a fragmented way. Because I just you know this would be like somebody saying you need brain surgery because your finger hurts. You know, tell me why. What's the connection? I don't see the connection. And as a consumer, you're paying for a diagnosis. You know, they got to hold your hand a little bit. Two grand's a lot of money. And my bigger concern is if the misfire was on bank two, and this is a fault code for bank one, and they're, you know, basically if it's if it's plumbed, if the exhaust is plumbed the way I believe it to be plumbed, it's two separate systems. There's a right bank and a left bank, and the pipe goes, you know what, you understand what I'm saying? There's a there's a cat. Right, right. And then, and then right, af- right, right. after the two cats, right. it joins together in a common muffler. So, you know, we're looking at two individual systems here. Now, that being said, if, and I think you understand it at this point, if you were looking at it on a scan tool, if we wanted to test a catalytic converter for efficiency, we'd graph the forward O2, the downstream O2. I'd bring up RPM. I'd bring up coolant temp. I'd bring up fuel mixture, and I'd go for a ride. You know, does, does, my, does my upstream, does my forward O2 show activity, cross counts? Does my downstream O2 show a flat line high above six-tenths of a volt? If it does, that cat's working. So why are they saying catalytic converter? Is there another contributing factor? All right? And then the other thing I'm concerned right. about is just because I don't have a P0430, um, you know, if, if the cat fails at 69% efficiency, and right now that left side, that, that bank two cat is at 71% efficiency, is it going to set a code? No. Is it about to fail? Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Right, right. Are they looking at the whole picture? So in a nutshell, your job this week is to go back to them, talk about the 219A, and maybe they can't explain how a 219A draws the correlation to a P0420, but is a is one catalytic converter going to fix the 219A and the cat fault? That's all you got to ask them. And see what okay. they, and see what they say. Let's call their bluff, and then call me back next week. Tell me what happens. Okay. All right, brother. Th- thank you so much. You're very welcome. You'd be well. Bye bye. I'm Ron Anini, the car doctor. I'll return right after this. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time... 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it would have been been juicy. It would have taken a a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. My, oh my, another hour flies by. I like that. I rhyme. I could be on radio. Ron and Andy and the car doctor were back. Um, piece of email from Lake. Lake writes in, hey, Ron, I'm buying a 2010 Miata with an automatic transmission. It has about 26,000 miles on it. It appears to have had regular oil changes, according to Carfax. I plan on having it fully scanned and having coolant and brake fluid changed immediately. Issue appearing on scan, if any, will be addressed. Uh, all but 1,500 miles were in California. The rest in Wisconsin. Is it too early to change the automatic trans fluid? What else should be done to a 12-year-old car with low mileage? Change everything. Um, if it's wet, change it. I wouldn't base it on time period. I wouldn't base it on mileage. It's or I would base it on time period. It's 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 twelve years old. Um, I would change all the fluids, anything in there. I would do a fuel system cleaning, regardless of what the code scans found. At twenty six thousand miles in twelve years, you're going less than what are you doing? Uh, twenty five hundred miles a year, not even. Uh, you know, I think that uh, you've got to look at the fact that it's older. You know, the other issue I've got or the other concern I've got is about parts. Miatas are getting tough. Um, they really are. There's some very specific things about them. We service a 96 Miata on a regular basis, and a lot of the stuff is becoming non-existent. Uh, of course, it's you know it's going on, what, uh, 20 years old? But still, you know, you've got to be prepared. Uh, what am I saying? Older than 20 years old, 30 years old. 96, 2006, 16. Yeah, it's coming up on 30 years old. Um, you know, it's it's parts are an issue. I think, and I've adopted this in the last couple of years for myself, I've adopted the idea that if I'm owning an older vehicle and I no longer have a vehicle payment, every every month I sit down or every couple of months I sit down and I start to think about what don't I have and I, I buy one of it and I put it on the parts shelf. And, you know, common things. I think last week I told you I, I stock window regulators now for my 04 Suburban. Nothing wrong with them, but while I can still get them, um, I've got them. 
because I can't be guaranteed or promised that I will be able to get them in the future if I'm going to continue to drive it. I think, Lake, you've got to consider that, too. Um, Miatas are neat. I've seen a lot of variations on them. I've seen guys take out the factory engine and put in small V8s, and they really go like heck. Uh, They're super fast because they're super light. But, um, you know, in the case of this one, all the fluids, take a look at the brakes, make sure the calipers all move, the slide pins all move. Make sure the tires are in good shape. Look for a date code on the tires. Make sure they're not older than eight years old. And, um, you know, motor on. But think about stockpiling some parts because sooner at one point, sooner or later at some point, you're going to need them. Till the next time, I'm Ron Anini in the Car Doctor reminding each and every one of you, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.